maybe nothing extraordinary happened that day except I gave up on life. Was a day where I decided that that day I was, that was it, that was, that was gonna be the last day. I'm doing everything right, everything. You know, I was literally the good girl. And then I decided that's it. So living with boldness is a lifestyle. Living with boldness is a community. Living with boldness is a, is a place where we collect stories. A warrior lives with boldness. Where boldness means you keep on going even when you are afraid. Success for me is who I am without my accomplishments. Ask yourself the question, who are you without all your accomplishments? Hey guys, and welcome to the I Love Success podcast. Before we get started, I just want to say thank you so much for being here with us, holding space with us, that you have decided to really go after your dreams. I'm super blessed, super grateful. We have listeners now from 40, 50 countries all over the world, which is so cool that you spend an hour with me and my amazing guests every week to learn to improve your life. And one thing that I, I, I want to ask you to do is to connect with me somehow. Either reach out to me on email, info at ilsuccess.com or on Instagram at Peter Jumrukowski because I want to know what you're working on, what you're struggling with, what your big fat goals are and how I can help. So please uh, reach out and thanks again for being here. Right now we're doing this for you. So yeah, enjoy. I'm so happy to sit down with an amazing woman coming all the way from Vienna, Austria to share her journey as a human being and warrior of life. Gia Helena has dedicated her life to helping others excel and live a life of boldness. Her job consists of helping individuals tap into who they are, what they want, their many strengths, maximize their actions, and ultimately become a witness of how they reach the life of their dreams. So without further ado, let's welcome Gia Helena. Thank you, Peter. Very happy yeah. to be here with you and your listeners. Awesome. Yeah, me too. You know, uh, one thing that I, I'm curious, uh, if, you, if you're stranded on a desert island and you can only listen to one song <laughs> for the rest of your life, which song is that? Smile, for sure. Smile? Yeah, smile. Who sings that? I gotta hear that. Um, I think it was Chaplin, wasn't it? Like, smile though your heart is aching. Smile even though it's breaking. When there are clouds in the sky, you'll get by. Have you heard it? No, I haven't, <laughs> no? but now. I, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> It is good. I love yeah. it. That one and, of course, Somewhere. Yes, some, somewhere Over the Rainbow. You can only choose one. Come on. Oh, okay. Then that Smile, the for sure. <laughs> and you can only eat one thing for the rest of your life. What, what is that? Avocados. Avocados? Yeah. So you're going to listen to Smile. Yes. And well, I eat, eat avocados. avocados. Perfect. And you can only... Uh, you can only choose uh, to either uh, shower your hair or your feet for the rest of your life. What do you choose? My feet. Your feet. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll get some rest. <laughs> some dreadlocks. That's awesome. Uh, Gia, we're here today to have some fun, but also share open-heartedly. So I want to go, I want to start by going deep. And uh, I want to ask you a question that 
I'm still working on and I think it's might be tough but I'm gonna go there anyway so what was the worst day of your life and how did it change you as a human being I think I've had not too many but a few that have changed me from the top of my head Maybe nothing extraordinary happened that day except I gave up on life. Was a day where I decided that that day I was that was it. That was that was going to be the last day. And clearly, you know, was not. Yeah. But that that day kind of defined the standard to which if I was going to continue living, it had to be on my terms. There was no other way. No other way. And, um, and it happened, I think it was, it was more or less like a, like a compilation of many little things, just as life is, you know, it's just compilation of many little things great things and then also maybe not some other some so great things and then that day uh was what about 15 years ago I would no yeah about 15 years ago um yeah 15 years ago I decided that yeah I was so angry and I decided that I had to change my life completely there was no other way why were you angry? You know, I had been up to that point what I would consider an excellent human being with an impeccable report card. <laughs> you know, you did everything right. You did what was expected of you. You pleased everybody. You, you, grow, you grow up as a child. You make all your parents happy. You study. You, you, make, um, you make of yourself a good citizen, a good student, a good friend. Then you grow up and then you realize that you want to start covering up for some situations. In my case, I, I was in university one day and, and then I couldn't sleep at night for the next eight days, I'm telling you very little and it was horrific because I was so afraid to go to sleep as I was having the worst nightmares out of the blue completely out of the blue I was I was 19 and then I was at that stage studying psychology and of course that career on its own and by itself it it moves you it it makes you reflect it makes you really want to go deep and and I couldn't sleep. One of my professors saw me and he's like, what's going on with you, Gia? I was messed up. I tell you, I just looked, <laughs> I just looked awful. I was exhausted. I was cranky. An I was eight, not there. Eight day bad hair day. It was, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it was terrible. And I was really there just because I had not been able to go the previous days. And I had an ultimatum that I had to go back. Otherwise I was gonna lose that, that topic in that semester. And, um, then he saw me and he's like, what's going on? And I told him, I'm having the worst nightmares. And then he's like, 
I needed to survive the next two weeks. It was like a summer class. Yeah. I needed to survive the next two weeks. And after those two weeks, um, I won't be your professor anymore. And I would like to help you. And I survived those next two weeks. And, um, and then we started working together. Uh, he was working s specifically with uh, uh, hypnosis, um, like this Ericksonian uh, type of, of uh, in inducive um, hypnosis, voluntary hypnosis. And, um, and then what I realized uh, that all my dreams were, were, were messing me up because I didn't know the difference between being awake and being sleeping. Uh, they were dreams about me uh, being molested or 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 being abandoned or um, just just horrible things. Um, and then, as we went through in this in the, in in these sessions, I realized they were not dreams; they were memories. And that day. That was one of those days that triggered me, where I realized, like, oh my God, what is going on? And then all of a sudden, all this has started coming up, started coming back. It started, literally, it was living a life back again, where then you realize that the people who should have been taking the most care for you were too busy to take care of you then you remember that you told them and they said, oh honey, you're exaggerating, that, that's not possible. And in that denial and in that neglect, a lot of abuse was done and a lot of hurt to the point that I do not know at what point I decided to block it all out and pretend that everything was fine, right? And then in that day in, in, in my, in my university already studying, it just, you know, it just, it came back. It just bubbled back up. It, and it was interesting because at that time, um, I was in a very nice, loving relationship for the first time. It was, I was so happy that I finally had like a nice, normal, um, uh, healthy relationship with, with a beautiful guy. And then it started you know, it's like that self-sabotage where it was like that tendency and it just started coming all up. And then you realize that you've been doing everything good so far and, you, and you've been really a good girl. Yeah. And then the next few years you realize that, no, you're not. Being a good girl was not enough. So as, as life went on, um, a few years uh, passed and... You try to deal with it the very best you can without really confronting the people that you should. Without really, yeah, without really perhaps speaking up. So at the same time, it's a form of denial and I started bottling up everything again, you know, from a, from a very mindful perspective now. Um, but really not taking action on what I knew now, what, that, what I knew at that point. So then... Then at some point I decided that, you know, that that's it. You know, I've been doing everything right and still was, I, it just felt like it was just not enough. I got married, I had kids and every, you know, I did everything fine. And then 
my husband left. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm doing everything right. Everything. You know, I was literally the good girl. And then I decided that's it. You know, that's it. I'm just, that's it. And, um, and that was the second time where I thought, okay, that something needs to change. Yeah. And that was, I think, the birthplace of leaving with boldness, which was that single decision that I made for myself. How did you, I'm curious, how did you go about to change your life from that moment? Was it any specific people, books? Like, how did you work, how did you do the inner and outer game at that point? It was, it was very, <laughs> you know, I, I'm still playing the game. Yeah. I'm still playing the game. What shifted was my mindset and my, I would say, my mindset and my, my view got like amplified where I started demanding and asking for what I needed, for what I wanted. I started being so selfish to want to satisfy my hunger for life. I said, you know, if, if it's not coming because I'm a good girl and I think that I've earned it, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it and I'm going to take it from wherever I, want, I can. And through life, I realized that it was just there for the taking all along. And the right people were there. The right people were there to teach me how to love, to teach me to love, to teach me all the things that, you know, in, in, uh, in my, what I would consider my denial of existence of this facade of a perfect being, right? You look good, you, 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 you exert everything was, yeah. you know, <laughs> it was so, so, so pretty that it's just so surreal yeah. that it's not authentic and then all this all the people were there all the opportunities were there and I and I managed to create a life that today I am so proud of and I think what had to happen was for me to say there's nothing I have to prove I am already so worth it I just need to really ask and that's it. It was, I think, the biggest, the biggest and hardest lesson for me. Because at that stage, I was such a perfectionist. I was a performer. I was there to, you know, strive and to prove and to go get her, you know. So, and then I, I, I went into this corporate wheel where, you know, it, it, it praises and rewards bad behavior. Like saying No. And it, it, no, it rewards, the corporate wheel rewards good behavior like saying no and rewards bad behavior like stress and extra hours and, and very bad self-care. And as, as that perfectionist, I, the biggest lesson was, and the hardest thing for me was to really be able to separate myself and my identity from my accomplishments. So it was like, at some point, somebody asked me, hey, um, who would you be without all your accomplishments? <laughs> and then I, and I freaked out again, <laughs> and another time, right? Where I thought, 
oh my God, so who am I at that stage without my accomplishments, without my certifications, without, you know, me working in all this, you know, amazing companies and who am I? So yeah, the journey for me is not over. It's definitely not over. And, and what allows me to still be awake is, and, and to be, uh, you know, hungry is that possibility that today I have that before I didn't, which was that flexibility and that creativity and that kindness to give myself so many chances. Yeah. Being aligned with yourself as a human being and kind of master all the different areas, which is relationships, your inner work, your psychology, yes. how you show up in the world when shit hit the fucking fan, <laughs> like dieting, working out, like to balance all that shit is not easy. No. Uh, but it's something to strive for because life is beautiful and it can be beautiful and it could be amazing experience to just connect with people. I went to a, a Garen Jones just released a book uh, called Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life, a good friend of mine who was on the show and he had this book release and at the end of the book release, we did something incredible. Uh, first of all, we there was some cool music and all closed our eyes and we, we like kind of yelled out our uh, uh, affirmation like and I had I am powerful I am powerful yeah. like for a minute or two and then he turned on this amazing music I don't rem remember the song but it was some kind of slow song who just opened up emotions and we were supposed to walk around in the room and look people in their eyes no no touch, no hug, no, nothing. Not, just look in their eyes for like 15, 20, 20 uh, seconds till he said switch and then go to the next one. And this was one of the most magical moments I've had in the last years. I have the same thing when I do the podcast right now. It's only me and you in this room. Yeah. We're truly connecting. There's no phones. There's nothing to distract. But this was even more powerful. And so I looked at these young, strong men and women in their eyes. And we also, the thing was to also imagine your, your, mo your happiest memory as a kid as well. So I looked these people in the eyes, you know, these tough guys. And I can see their, how they were as kids, basically. And it sounds very woo-woo, but it was one of the most magical things that I've done because just connecting human to human without thinking about anything else, that's magic, right? That is magic indeed. So living with boldness, what is that? Living with boldness is, is an invitation. It's a song. It's a, a cry, it's a scream of victory. Living with boldness is a journey. It's a place where, it's a place that came some years ago um, in my journey from a very broken person, a very, striving person, right? Came this notion of, I can't do this together. 
you know, alone. I need to do this together with somebody else. Oftentimes people were like, wow, but you know, you're now in Europe and you're so successful and, uh, and you're Latina. So, I mean, wow. And how, what did you have to do? You know, the whole, the whole thing. Oh, uh, you know, um, wonder woman and, uh, a self, a self-made woman. Yeah. Let's talk about fear. Like how do we deal with fear? There's so many kinds of fear, right? Um, in my case, uh, in my journey, my fear was paralyzing. It came with a lot of a lot of anxiety, of course, and and being this, you know, this this performer, um, it was a huge uh, social anxiety to disappoint, to to come short, to being judged negatively, or especially about my performance. It freaked me out. It criticism just. Oh, the idea of somebody um, talking bad about my work, that, that, that was horrendous. And it was literally paralyzing. Like I could feel my chest being very tight at times. And often if I was even in doing work that I really loved and that I knew that I was really good at, sometimes this moment of, like you say, uh, uh, like this imposter syndrome would hit me. And I'm like, who are you? But seriously, I mean, what, what are you doing there? Look at you. You're, you're, you're just a woman. You're Latina. You're, you're a woman. You're surrounded here by all these people that are far, far older than you. Who do you think you are? And in that sense, at least fear came in through that. And that is just one way that it, it, it taught me how to, to listen to my body also. As an athlete, I can imagine in, in, for you guys, it's so... It's so innate listening to your body. Um, but if you come from the corporate world, this is definitely not something in your job description. <laughs> you know, we're not, we're not taught to listen to your body. We're not taught to, to set ourselves up for success, um, to, to eat healthy. And uh, we're not taught about self-care. We're not taught about leadership from an emotionally intelligent place. So... In, in my case, I had to learn techniques, techniques to ground myself. I had to learn about visualization. I had to learn about one of my, of the ones that I thought I would never do is like the whole topic on meditation. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Just like, you know, closing my eyes and just thinking nothing, you know? So that's some of the topics that we teach in living with boldness because this is like so surreal. For the performer, it's so surreal. But the beauty of it is to know that any te any technique that you that you can start will help you with any kind of fear. Because at the end, fear fear it's fear. And when you are able to translate fear from or or anxiety from that place and say into excitement, it's such a you you would never imagine. It's such a small step. But that that decision of being able to slow down to notice it yeah. so that you can really grow into that transformation, anxiety and fear to excitement just changes your game completely. It's crazy. Like I remember when was, I think it was 2008 in January, I was sitting in, in a corner in a hotel room in Paris crying. Uh, we just, we competed at Paris Open that day, which is one of the biggest tournaments in the world. I got my ass kicked the same year as we were going to the world championships. So basically I ruined my chances of being selected. And uh, 
-hmm. that night our coaches had meetings with us to discuss our performance and how do you discuss when there's no performance <laughs> but I guess it was my time so I'm walking trying to hide my tears because I'm this strong guy right of course yeah and you're I'm not fighter. allowed to come up like that hmm? no I'm not allowed uh, and I didn't want to show that I'm weak because I already you know I was already completely naked so here we are talking with them and one thing that happened to me in that moment and I'm, I'm curious to see what your thoughts are and my coach at that time said hey we believe in you uh, this today let's leave it as it is it was a bad performance but we believe in you and uh, but find a way to get back to being happy with what you do uh, so i've took this i was basically fighting with a backpack of rocks so at this time instead i started how do i do what I did when I started karate. It was all about fun. Went back to that drawing board and mm. just had so much fun and let go of the performance. Yes. And it made me come back much stronger and I ended up being selected later that year. But I think it's also important to have people around you that believes in you yes. too, right? Yeah, and that reminds you that you're not your your performance, you're not your accomplishments, you yeah. are not your doing. Imagine if, if that would be the case, and unfortunately a lot of people live like that. I live like that, that's how I felt like mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally. And in that sense, I think it's important that we, we separate ourselves from our story, you yeah. know? Of course, it's not gonna change it, and many of those stories need to be honored. Like in my case, I was denying my story to the point that I even forgot about it. And it just yeah. came haunting me. And in the moment where I realized I'm not, I'm not my story. Yeah. I'm not my mistakes. My mistakes do not define me. My broken relationship does not define who I will become. It's not going to define this situation or in your case, losing, losing this fight is not going to define how great of a father I am, how great of a friend I am, how I'm going to change the world, how I'm going to continue showing up. And that, that changes the whole game. Like It opens a, a whole new door to a completely different playground where there's a lot of people wanting to play with you for the sake of playing. Yeah. And they're going to welcome you, they're going to high-five you and say, dude, you made, it, you made it this far. You are full of scratches and yeah. scars and bruises. You're in the right place. Welcome. Yeah. That is the right people. And then fear is just excitement because you know that there's no transformation without the fall. Yeah. I love that, Gia. What is success? Because I'm trying to redefine success. And what, what is success, really? I think that's the beauty of it, isn't it? That can be everything. In my case, for example, a long time ago I decided I never wanted to, to think back to beautiful or my happiest moments. And I decided that I was, at the same time was, don't get me wrong, at the same time was the fear of me, you know, getting lost in my, in my pattern of, of dreams and, and stuff. So I just did not want to go back to my past. It was it was one of the scariest things to tell my story uh, or to even revisit it. 
And somehow, now that I'm able to do that, it's not important anymore. And I decided, you know what? My happiest moment should not be back there. Should not be back there. And I make a conscious effort. Very hard, though. But I try to make a conscious effort to find success every day. Some days, as I mentioned, some days is me being super victorious of just being, you know, and not feeling like, okay, it's weekend, I can stay in bed, just realize I'm me feeling like, okay, I have to go, I have to do something, right? Yeah. So when I am able to stay in bed and just enjoy the beauty of it, that's success. When I am able to play with my kids and I'm fully focused, that is success. And sometimes might be um, me eating properly, that is success. Sometimes it's me slowing down. I think success is the same you know, success is like, in my opinion, all those, all those little things that you do to be successful. It's like going to the gym. You can, you can, go, you can go once to the gym and hit the gym for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nothing good is going to come out of that. Yeah. But if you just go to the gym and show up, you know, like 40 minutes or 30 minutes, let's do 20. Yeah. Oftentimes then you will see the transformation. And in my case, I feel that success is that place where I will hopefully never reach. That just teaches me and forces me to be here and, yeah, and in a very uh, romantic way, pursue it from a place of being and not from a place of performing. So it's just success for me is who I am, without my accomplishments. Wow. Gia, Helena. Un placer. Gracias. <laughs> nada. Thank you so much. I've had an amazing time. People want to learn more about you, work with you. How do they find you? Sure. Well, um, yeah. And uh, also, if they... We are there. You know, there's a huge community of uh, what we like to call boldness coaches, which are coaches and many of them normal people that have done the dirty work and we are there to encourage anybody who is interested in also becoming a little bit braver and more hungry and to take authority in their life so um, you guys can visit us on www.livingwithboldness.com or uh, my website is uh, Gia Helena this is G I A H E L E N A dot com. And oftentimes we are somewhere around the world, you know, giving a little bit of courage, doing crazy things, teaching us many of those multifaceted areas that we are, you know. And if you're interested in sharing your story of boldness, I would love to hear from you guys. Thank awesome. you. Thank, Thank you, Gia. you so much. And thank you, everybody, for holding space. If you're still listening to us, we're more than an hour in. Uh, it just means that we appreciate you and hopefully you appreciate us. And taking a nice walk, you're in the gym, at work, or wherever you might be, we're just happy to meet you there. What I want to ask you is, I have a big fat mission. I want to help at least 10 million people and I can't do that myself. So please share this with somebody that 
could benefit from the beautiful conversation I had with Gia. Also, give us a review on iTunes. That's going to help more people to find us. If you want more conversations, we almost have 170 conversations with people from all walks of life that share open-heartedly for you to take. It doesn't cost you a thing. The only thing you need to have is an internet connection. And even if you don't have that, you can go to an internet cafe or you can just stand outside a Starbucks or another coffee shop that, <laughs> and use their free Wi-Fi that works too, or just ask someone to put it on on their phone. So No excuse <laughs> why not to invest in personal development. Yeah, right? And I mean, I love success.co. Reach out to me again. I'm super grateful. I want to hear from you. I want to know what you're struggling with, what you're working on, how we can help and how we can connect and just be together striving for a happy life, a successful life, a life with laughter, with play, and all those things. Performance, if that's what you want, or driving. <laughs> I mean, whatever, boldness. boldness, whatever it is that you want, do it. And do it with yeah. love. And do it with love. Yes. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. <laughs>